Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me on my new endeavor of podcasting. I have been wanting to dip my toes into it for a while, so when I finally got the green light, I was pumped. You might be wondering, who is this chick and why does she have a podcast that has nothing to do with sports? Hey guys, my name is Taylor Phillips and I am a disciple of Jesus, a wife, dog mom, and author. My first book, Training Ground from Anointing to Appointing, released in January of this year. If you've ever been in a season of, why are things happening for everybody but me? Or maybe you've struggled with too many blueprints and what God has called you to do. Or maybe you don't even know what God has called you to do. Training Ground is a great resource for you. You can check it out on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, or Walmart. As for triple threat training, I realize that it's closely tied to basketball, but if you research it more, it just means being proficient in three areas. For some, it might be reading, writing, and editing, and for others, it's running, passing, and kicking if you play football, but for the Christian, I believe it's spirit, soul, and body. Now, I do want to acknowledge that there are two thought camps when it comes to spirit, soul, and body. I recognize that not everybody believes that we are a three-part being, and there are some that believe that we are a three-part being. It just kind of depends on what you grew up in, what you believe, um, and how that all unfolds for you. However, as I was researching it, I realized that, quite frankly, it doesn't matter in light of eternity. It's not a matter of salvation. It's just a difference in viewpoints. Um, and both sides have scripture to back their points up. So if you're wondering what side I fall on, I'll tell you that I'm more concerned about the whole person than I am with dichotomy or trichotomy, which dichotomy is you're just a uh, body and soul and spirit are the same thing. Trichotomy is a spirit, soul, and body. And we all have an understanding that there's more to us than our bodies. Some of us have sat in church, heard spirit, soul, and body, but we really don't have an understanding of what it means or what it looks like. We know the need to care for ourselves, but the self-love train has left us confused and maybe even cautious. And if you're like me, you want to be careful about who you allow to speak into your life. You know, as a Christian, there are things that we can listen to that that take us into things that we don't really need to be part of, but we also want to understand the proper way to care for ourselves. We want to utilize the wisdom God has given people, but we don't want to dive so far in that we're like, oh, this is not from the Lord. Um, you know, you don't want to be careless about your body, but you want to be cautious so you don't get into something weird. You want to have balance, but you don't want to ignore obvious signs that something's going on and have unnecessary issues because we've ignored the signs. You want to use wisdom in every situation. You want to believe God's word, but you don't want to toss aside functional or natural medicine when necessary. And like I said, depending on where you grew up and what you grew up in, whether in church or not, we all have a different understanding of what caring for our bodies looks like, mental health, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, all of those things. Everybody has a different viewpoint of what that looks like. And there's generally an argument for experiencing stressors that affect our daily life from rebuke it and move on to just go to the doctor and get medicine. While I believe in the authority of God's word, I do also know that there are things that can be out of balance in our bodies. This is why we have to use wisdom to know when to stand on God's word alone or to stand on God's word and also have medicine, you know, and whatever else. And 
the whole thing also you kind of just goes into like how am I caring for my bodies? Like, what vitamins do I take? Do are essential oils things? You know, so all of those conversations of, well, is this, where is this founded at? And where is this at? You know, discussing the whole health of a person, going from mental health, emotional health, physical health, spiritual health. I mean, we're going to have all of those conversations. And I have a question. How many of you have felt off mentally and it's not bothered you in any other area of your life? Probably not many if any of you, because everything we do from what we think to the words we speak, emotions we feel, the food we eat, pet sins we allow, in our walk with our with God, everything affects the whole person. You can't just be feeling off mentally and expect everything else to be perfectly fine, you know, in every other area of your life. There have been times where emotionally I was just drained and stressed and overwhelmed And it literally affected everything I did until I realized, hey, this is going on and I need to figure out, like, how I can put myself in a healthier position to be able to deal with these stressors. We can't be arbitrary about what we do when it comes to health. We can't focus on one thing and expect everything else to fall into line. The point of spirit, soul, and body is to uncover the importance of the health of the whole person. There may be conversations that take place where you're like, nah, this isn't for me. And that's okay. As I said before, there will be some things that we don't agree on that aren't a matter of salvation, but a matter of opinion. What I want to do is I want to present conversations, uh, truth, research, all of those things. I want to bring it all together in a safe place of, okay, Lord, what is from you? Is this something that we can implement? You know, and I want to take that information, present it to you. And then what I want you to do is I want you to take that information before the Lord of like, okay, Lord, is this something that I need to implement? Because sometimes not all information is for us to implement at a specific time, you know, or at that time. Um, Spiritually, we should always be growing. But when it comes to physical and mental health, emotional health, all of those things, sometimes it might not apply to our life. In my opinion, I believe that many things can be prevented by caring for the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is our bodies. Personally, I don't want to have to end my race early because my body is worn out from lack of caring for it. I want to be in my old age still running the race God gave me because I stewarded the body he gave me, not that my body is done because of lack of care. My goal through triple threat training is to speak to the whole person. We're going to have conversations that benefit us physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. We're going to talk about what it looks like to walk victoriously in all of those areas. When it comes to spiritual health, we're going to talk about our relationship with God. We'll have honest conversations about growth, struggles, and victories. We'll talk about apologetics, faith, controversial topics, callings, identity, and how to defend God's word. When it comes to mental or emotional health, we're going to cover topics about mind, will, and emotions, and what health looks like in those areas. And finally, when it comes to physical bodies, we're going to have conversations about physical health from wellness and how lack of care for our physical bodies plays into everything else. We'll talk about habits and productivity hacks, all of those things. This is more than spiritual conversations, hence the spirit, soul, and body. If you're looking to learn more about mental, emotional, and physical health on top of growing your relationship with God, this is for you. Whether you're a college student, stay-at-home mom, business owner, single, or married, I want to give you the tools to walk victoriously in this life. We were bought with a price, the blood of Jesus, 
and we need to care for the life he's given us. This doesn't mean we love our lives so much that we neglect our main focus of making Christ known. We can neglect our physical bodies so much that they wear out long before we're ready to call it quits. When we care for the whole person, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, we're ensuring that we're able to carry out all that God has intended. If you're interested in further discussion as we go through each episode, I do have a VIP group on Facebook that you can join for deeper conversations. Uh, You'll hear about the newest podcast episode release and more. And I have the link to join that in the show notes. Again, I am so excited for you guys to join me in this new endeavor of podcasting. And my prayer is just to equip the saints, to bring everyone together in unity, to help the whole person operate effectively, uh, to walk victoriously in this life as a Christian, um, and to just really learn really how to just grow spiritually, but also bring the rest of us along as well. And so if you guys ever have any questions at any point in time, um, my email is included in the show notes. You can follow me on Instagram, Taylor underscore Phillips underscore. Um, You can find me on Facebook, all of those places. And I would love to have a conversation more. But for now, thank you guys again. And I cannot wait for the next episode to drop. Have a great day, guys. Hey guys, uh, welcome to another episode of Triple Threat Training. On today's episode, I have Ben Sanders. We've already decided we're kin because um, we both love Chopped and we live vicariously through it. So, um, Ben, thank you so much for joining us. Like I said before, I'm so, so, so excited for this episode um, because I feel like the message that you have is not something that's talked about. And so I'm excited to just like get that out into the world more. So tell us a little bit about who you are and don't forget about your new book. Yes. Thank you, Taylor. Well, I'm excited too. I was so excited to see the uh, invitation come through. Um, So my name, like you said, is Fan, Fan Sanders. I am the uh, founder of Free Creative Productions, uh, creator and host of the Free Creative Podcast and new author to the book, uh, It's Time to Build. So that's a, a little about me. I guess I can tell you more if you'd like. No, I, well, I mean, I personally am somebody who's like, goes kind of deer in the headlights when people ask me to tell them about myself. I'm like, can we, can I call somebody and have them tell you about who I am? So whatever you're right. comfortable with, because <laughs> I know by the end of this, <laughs> People are going to know more about you and know more about your heart and the message that God has um, released through you. And so, um, like Fan said, she just released a book called It's Time to Build. And you guys, the first sentence of that description literally says, creatives are often encouraged to create, but seldom taught how to build. And Mm -hmm. seriously, I'm like, okay, all right, I got to read this book again because you know, it is so true. And it is something that's not talked about a lot of, well, hurry up and create, but we don't have the behind the scenes of building. And so in your book, you talk about essential building blocks, you know, the intangibles. Um, Mm -hmm. Can you share more about what some of those are and why you put those building blocks as like kind of the main focus of your, of your book? 
Yeah. So, um, one, the book came out of nowhere, actually. <laughs> so I had like all these other ideas, but in a conversation over the summer of 2020, when everyone was in the house, uh, me and a friend of mine did these creative chats. And one of the things that came out in one of the conversations was, you know, are we just subject to be starving artists? Mm. Like, what's up with that, you know, kind of mindset? Mm. And the quick answer is no, right? Because we're God's kids. Um, mm -hmm. He's called us to, to, you know, be fruitful, to multiply, to flourish. So um, the, the, the thought came to mind what you just said, like often we're encouraged to create, but who's taught us how to build? Mm -hmm. I remember being young and, you know, people saying, hey, yeah, go ahead. You want to be a singer? Do it. You want to be an actor? Do it. Mm -hmm. um, but then how do I do that? And then coming into Christ, uh, you know, being saved and being creative mm -hmm. um i just found that in the church there was so i felt limited in a mm -hmm. sense because now i'm like well what can i create am i only able to do these things and so looking into the industry i see that there's like a disconnect with like creatives who profess mm -hmm. christ and so really it's not about the talent necessarily but it's about those intangible building mm -hmm. blocks. It's about the things that will help us to not compromise. And mm -hmm. so in, in thinking about building as a Christian creative, and I feel like I went all the way around the block to, to get to the point, but when creating as a believer, we have to do it in alignment with God, mm -hmm. but we can't do it if we're not connected to the heart of God, if we're not being built in our character, if we don't mm -hmm. have discipline if we're, you know, not bearing the fruit of the spirit. So there's all of these intangible things, you know, like as an actor, I can go to the gym, I can get my body right, and I can look great on screen. But what what's the experience with other people? Can they tell that the Holy Spirit dwells within me mm -hmm. as a creative, mm -hmm. as a Christian? Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you said that. And it's, it's so neat um, because... I, I don't go as much detail about those things in my book, but it is so neat to see how God is releasing things like that through his people of, okay, so you've had all of this going on. You know how to build the tangible things, but let's get back to the heart of the matter. And it is mm -hmm. so true because you see whether it's a ministry or you're an artist or, um, you know, you're a business owner, which I mean, everybody's a business owner. If you, you know, it's not like, oh, I'm an artist, so I'm not a business owner or I'm this. And so I'm not, you know, mm -hmm. um, regardless of whatever it is, I feel like there's a lot of, um, underlying issues that we're unwilling to address when it comes to our heart and what we're wanting to pursue and why we're pursuing those things. And so um, let's unpack character a little bit. I mean, um, and I, and I know I don't, I don't want to like reveal all about your book, but I do want to give people just a little bit of a, a, a more of a taste about these things that you talk about and, and why, why is character important? Why is integrity necessary as a Christian? And, and what about discipline? You know, because some of these conversations and topics are also controversial, I feel like, because mm -hmm. um, it's easy to start kind of, um, how do I want to say, it? kind of start moving into the way that the world does these things, um, instead of the key focus of staying connected to the heart of the Father. So let's just have a conversation about character and integrity like what does that look like 
in secret for a Christian? And, and what does that look like? What are the signs of them walking that out? Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. So um, two words came to mind, um, accountability and mm. discipleship. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I mean, aside from your personal relationship, like, yeah, we need to be like reading our Bible. We need to be praying, having devotion, spending time with the father because it's literally in his presence, right? Mm-hmm. That we're shaped, um, that he gets to dig in our heart and deal with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but thinking in, in terms of the, the creative believer, um, discipleship and accountability are two really, really big things. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I feel like I had it as a as a Christian, mm-hmm. but not as a Christian who was a creative, mm-hmm. if, that, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to um, character, I think that we need those things in place. We need uh, people who are going to hold us accountable as believers, just as our, our daily walk with the Lord. But then we need people also to hold us accountable to the things that we put out in the earth. Because here's the thing about when you create something, it exists. Like God mm-hmm. created one time and it still exists today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. we have that, to, like as image bearers of Christ, we have that same like power, authority. Mm-hmm. We have that same privilege to create and it just exists. Mm-hmm. So when we're doing these things, there it, it has to be created from like this pure place. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's really hard for your work to stand right and be impactful and effective if it's not supported by a character if it's not supported mm-hmm. by that integrity because if i'm just a, a, a ugly person if i'm not a, a person of my word if i'm not upholding these things then i can create all i want but it will have zero impact mm-hmm. it'll have zero effectiveness so i don't know if that answers your question yeah. uh it does yeah yeah absolutely perfect yeah and it's and that is so important to yeah, I know it's, it's like, I can go in so many different directions here because the whole concept of producing emptiness, I mean, one of the, the commands from the very beginning was to be fruitful and to multiply. And sometimes I don't realize the magnitude of that command. And I know others don't as well, because I feel like we're just being fruitful and multiplying about whatever we want to be fruitful and multiply about instead of being intentional, like, okay, do I realize that every decision that I make, every um, lie that I believe or every truth that I speak or, you know, any of those mm-hmm. things, that's being fruitful and multiplying. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the concept of seed time and harvest of whatever you sow, you'll reap. And so I love that you said, discipleship and accountability. So as a creative, where have you found accountability and discipleship in those areas? Because I know like for me personally, um, I've got different groups of friends and Mm -hmm. each of those groups, uh, we serve each other in different ways. And so I have a different group of people that sounds kind of weird, but I have a different group of people as a creative who kind of understand where that is. Um, so what, where have you found that as a creative? Uh, I feel like it's not one place. Mm -hmm. Um, I found it in people. I found it in experiences. Um, Holy spirit literally is my accountability partner because he'll check me quick. Um, 
But I think it's it's in ministries, like finding ministries that speak my language. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, wow. OK, cool. I connect um, in friendships, um, other creatives, you know, who are believers, who love Jesus. And it's not scattered. So like even in terms of community, a lot of it has been online. I found great um, like partners, friends on social media. So I don't think it, it's not one particular place, but I definitely think it's it's just diverse mm-hmm. and God will bring me what I need when I need it. Um, but ultimately, um, I think the, the biggest accountability partner, the biggest uh, discipler is the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. because even like um, when I was exploring for creative and thinking, OK, Lord, what do you want me to, to do? Like, what does this look like? I thought, hey, let me get a community of people together and we'll talk about, hey, creating, you know, things that are God glorifying. Mm -hmm. And then like Holy Spirit put the brakes on me and was like, you know, it's counterproductive to deal with the art without first dealing with the artist. So I I feel like there is this gap, this this space that's missing for us to have a place to go. And it's so funny because like when you ask me, where do I go for this? I don't have a particular place. Like literally, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, Tarzan swinging from one yeah. line to the other and God just provides w- when I need it. Um, but I think that's just a gap right now. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I think that is important. I'm glad that you mentioned that because I feel like sometimes we think that provision comes only from one place, but we forget that God is so much bigger than one way, you know, one avenue. And so just to be open to different areas of being filled in that way. Um, And so, you know, I love that you said it's, it's silly to deal with the art when you haven't first dealt with the artist. So what starting place would you give the Christian creative who is wanting to start building with God? Um, where would you send them? What would you say to them in that? I think the starting point um, is repentance. Mm. Um, because as, and I'm, you know, just speaking from my experience, the things that I pursued when I was younger, um, the way that I viewed um, creativity, success, all of that came from this earthly mindset. It came from society. It came from media. They shaped my ideals around my creativity, which God gave to me, right? Mm-hmm. So he should shape those ideals. Right. So I think the first step really is like repentance, mm-hmm. laying your heart before God and, you know, like denouncing all of the things that you have learned, which aren't true mm-hmm. and being open and willing um, for like reconciliation, for restoration of truth, um, to take place, you know what I mean? For God to teach you, um, how you should function in your creativity for God to show you what is the purpose of your creativity. Mm -hmm. Like there's a part in the book where I talk about when I was young, I always wanted to, to like be famous. Mm -hmm. Right. In my mind, I'm like, I want to be on the big screen. I want to be like Rudy Huxtable. I want to, you know, just be on TV and, like even throughout my life, there's been so much confirmation, like random people would, mm-hmm. would just like give me these words, like you're going to be on stages one day. And I felt it, you know, cause you feel greatness. You yeah. feel it, you know, there's something, 
But in all of that, I never inquired of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so what what I did was I tried to build the platform that I saw in my mind instead of allowing God to shape me for it. I never asked, who do I need to be to stand on this stage that I see? And I feel like when we miss that, now we're chasing after the wind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now we're chasing these things that God never called us to pursue. Yes. So yeah. getting our right, our heart right, and having right perspective. Yes. Well, and also just a willingness to do that, and understanding that repentance doesn't mean He's gonna take away that desire. It right. It doesn't mean that He's gonna be like, okay, well, finally you uh, said you're sorry, and now I'm going to take you on a completely different path. It's right. No, repentance is literally resetting your heart and like rejoining it with yeah. the heart of the father and saying, okay, I realized that this is not the way that I was supposed to go about this, you know? Um, and I love that because seriously, that's kind of, <laughs> why is that like a little girl dream of like, I want to be famous, you know? Cause seriously, mm-hmm. I mean, it is like you, like you said, you realize that greatness and especially as a Christian, I mean, God made Abraham famous and distinguished, distinguished, you know, Solomon was great in wisdom and splendor and, and you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's just like, we see these, um, examples of greatness in the Bible, yeah. but we forget to look at the qualities of those people who were great. Yeah. You know, I mean, Solomon, he could have asked for anything he wanted and he asked for wisdom instead. Like, and as a result, the Lord was like, here, I'm going to give you wisdom and I'm going to give you this because it yeah. pleased God for Solomon to ask for wisdom, you know, and Abraham, yeah, he messed up. He was a little silly at the beginning, but there was still that heart of humility and heart of repentance and faith of like, okay, this is going to happen. And so I, yeah, I love that. And just that. Yeah, man. <laughs> and even like being open to to receiving it the way that God wants to give mm-hmm. it, right? Because even with Abraham, like it's one thing to hear God. It's another thing to believe God, but it's another thing to let God do it his way. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because even though we, we sense these things and we know these things and we desire these things, we can have so fixed in our mind that this is the way it's going to be. Even mm-hmm. in my creative journey, like I didn't see myself sitting in this seat today. I didn't know that I would do the things that I'd. So it's like we literally have to be willing, like Mm -hmm. you said, this willingness to like let God navigate our journey. We can't be so fixed on what we think is the way that it's going to happen because Mm -hmm. he'll lead us into places that we've never seen. No eye has seen, no ear has heard. Like we can't imagine, right, the path that God has for us and where he'll bring us. So we have to trust. him in our in our processes too yeah that is and that is such a good point because you know we get that inkling we have that feeling from the beginning maybe even it's it's just a direct word from holy spirit of like this is a revelation um Mm -hmm. and like you said we go ahead and just plan everything out because but that's what we're taught to do from the time Mm -hmm. we're little what do you want to be when you grow up okay well this these are the steps you have to take to achieve it and so we forget like you said we got to trust him in the process too. Mm -hmm. And we have to allow him to mold things because we are made in his image and we have to be intentional and careful to bear the image of Christ. Well, you know, Mm -hmm. and so, um, gosh, I, yeah, I love that so much. And that is, that is so good. 
Um, so how can, and, and maybe, maybe this, the last question answered this too, but in a more tangible way, how can we begin to implement some of the intangibles? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> in a tangible way, how can we begin to implement the intangibles? Um, obedience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know that thing that God told you to do that you refuse to do? Um, and or the thing that he tells you to do and you feel Ill, not qualified for or ill-equipped for? Mm-hmm. I think obedience like just covers a lot. Yes. But um yeah, we, we want to think of tangible, practical things that we are able to do. Mm-hmm. Like, what did he say? Yeah. Do exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, because we could, we could prevent so many issues if we would just do what God says. You yeah. know, there's a lot of people, I feel like, in a place of confusion. And, mm-hmm. I mean, not always is this the case, but a lot of the time, if we would just revisit what God told us to do and then do yeah. what he told us to do, we would not be. <laughs> yeah, and then, to Taylor, just to ground it, like, I'm not talking about, like, parting Red Seas. Like, mm-hmm. tangible, simple God said, write down what you need for your business. Like, write down what you need for your business. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's a step. If he can trust you with small things, and, and, you know, I feel like sometimes in our mind we think it's these grandiose things, but, Mm -hmm. like, God said, write this book. Yeah. And look where it's, it's like opening doors. It's connecting me. It's, it's, you know, giving the opportunity to, to talk more about him and to uh, be established in this space. Mm-hmm. So it's not always this like far out lofty thing. Like God isn't telling you to lay hands on the 2000 and, and you know, break chains. He may. Yeah. But if, if you can't sit down and read Luke like he told you to read Luke, Ooh. you'll never get to that. Hey girl. So the simple things. Yes. When Holy Spirit is nudging you to just spend time and pray. Yeah, absolutely. And that is, I feel like that one was for me right there, you know, because it is, it is so true. I mean, we think that we have to be the ones to provide every ounce of it and that we can only come to God with the big things of, okay, well, here's my entire business plan or here's the entire manuscript. Like what, what do you want to add in here instead of intentionally literally building with him step by step. Okay, God, what do you want my business to look like? Who do I need to connect with? Um, I need this, you know, it's, I need $50,000 to start a business. Well, write it all down because I guarantee you, your dad, your daddy, God is the only one who's going to be able to provide for you in that. So you better be meeting with him because he supplies all of our needs Mm-hmm. in abundance you know I mean his riches are endless in so many ways and so I love that you made that point about that you know sometimes we think that it's this grandiose thing it's no it's little simple obediences it's um waking up earlier it's um spending longer with him moving your yeah. schedule around to be intentional to spend time with him uh, with people you know it's like we we're so caught up in our to-do list that mm we're unwilling to move things around just because we feel that prompting to do something different. And we think, Oh, well, if I do this, then, you know, that's going to mess up my, 
my day and I'm going to be behind tomorrow. Well, listen, obedience mm. to God is far greater than any to-do list you can create yeah. and finish. So, um, mm. man, is there, I know that you've got a lot of gems and um, incredible insight into all of this. And I know you're unfolding it more on Instagram and here in a little bit, I'll have you share where they can find you at. But is there anything else that you want to add? Is there a piece of advice you'd give to the Christian creative? Yeah. Um, the first thing I would say is be passionate about Christ. Like, you know, and, and, and here's the thing, like I call 2019 my, um, my prodigal year mm. because I know that God, he's called this all to the ministry of reconciliation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to the Christian creative, I just believe that there is so much reconciliation that needs to happen. Um, personally, I found myself in a space where my heart was far from God. Not that I didn't love him or I didn't want him, but there were like injuries that I didn't deal with. Um, there was church hurt. There were relational things. Mm-hmm. And um Sometimes, especially if we've been saved for a while, we can get into this space where we kick into autopilot, but then like we're not hearing and we're not like it's not a a real relationship. Mm -hmm. And so I think the first thing um, that I want to encourage creatives, Christian creatives, is just like get back to that place. You know what I mean? Like whatever reconciliation needs to happen, like let that happen. Get your heart like in alignment with the Lord. And then and then talk about creating and then say, OK, Lord, what what do you have for me to do? How can I serve you? How can I please you with mm-hmm. these gifts? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and then secondly, know that God wants us in the marketplace. Know that God wants us to be impactful in industries. Yes. Um, and not for our own gain. Yeah. But like truly that it glorify God first and that it and know that it's for our good. Yes. So just reconciliation and then being in industry, making impact in the yes. marketplace. Yes. That is that ha yeah, that has just been a passion of mine. Is God needs people in the marketplace to change the mountain of culture that's there already. The industry needs to be changed. Mm-hmm. God is using you and will use you and it's okay you can be a christian in business you can be a christian artist you can be um a christian that does stock market stuff you can yeah you can be the seat like that is one of my things that's because i don't i have no idea where that even started or why that seems to be such a thing but Mm. i feel like when you're a Christian or when you become a Christian, it's almost ingrained somehow, whether it's a lie of the enemy that starts, you know, or maybe something that's taught somewhere. But in order to be an effective Christian, you have to be in ministry. Well, the ministry is already saturated enough. And yeah, ministry does need to be changed, but we're called to impact the world with the gospel of Christ. And why not impact the world with the the tools and the gifts and the, and you know, whatever that God has given us with mm-hmm. him, you know, cause yes. he knows what people need. He knows the hearts of man and he knows what is going to reach them. Whew, I could just, that's good. Listen, that. you opened up a can Taylor. Okay. <laughs> we'll just like, we'll just tear the can lid right off. We'll go. Let's do it. it. So, so he, here's the thing. Sometimes, the cost of membership 
is your purpose. Mm. For whatever reason, um, the church, and, and I love the church, um, we, do, we do each other a disservice yeah. when the cost of membership yes. is like forsaking yeah. the thing that God told you to do because now you have to come and be on the usher board and we got to be at church four days a week. Like where is there space for us to do what God has equipped us and called us to do? Yes. And, and, and this isn't to not like serving your lo local church, um, but not religiously. Yes. Serve however God tells you to serve. And yes. I talk about it just a little bit in the book because, mm -hmm. you know, people all be mad, but it's true. Yeah. And, and, and there's a dismantling that happens. So, <laughs> so we could talk about mantle in the heavy sense, but I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> but I will say that, that there, just like growing up, there was this dismantling of my dream when somebody, when I would tell people, Hey, I want to do this creative thing. And they would say, what's your plan B? You're, you're, you're pulling apart the very vision that God gave me. Yes. And I feel like in, in faith spaces, the same thing happens because there's this structure, because here's the thing in America, church is a system. Yeah. Just like this education is a system, just like yeah. medicine is, everything is a system, and these systems weren't established by God. Yeah. So we really have to check and make sure that the Holy Spirit is guiding us in these things mm -hmm. so that we're not forsaking our very call and purpose in this earth yeah. just to say, I was faithful in this place to yeah. this person for 20 yeah. years. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I... I'm going to like tag on that a little bit. I mean, and especially after 2020, you know, where everything was shut down, we were not able to be in the church. I think it really awakened people up to the fact the church is not a building. Mm. And, you know, I mean, all through the book of Acts, we see people going out and being the yeah. gospel, literally living the gospel. And I feel like, okay, <laughs> here we go. Um, Let's go. I feel like, the, you know, the thing is, is, I, for me personally, a lot of the holdup in, in years past has been, well, I have to have the name Christian, like Christian, this Christian, this Christian, this to say yeah. I'm a Christian. Okay. Let's go back to your book and talk about the essential intangible building blocks. Those things are what builds your witness so that when you're out in the world, you don't have to have the name Christian on anything. Your attitude, your dealings, the way you treat people, the way you run your business, how you handle issues, that is going to be at the forefront because you have spent time with the Father and you know how to handle those situations, how to handle people, how to lead a team. I will tell you, and I've said this before, um, in years past, working for Christians for me personally has been some of the hardest things because of seeing how they handle situations. And that is not mm. how it needs to be. I mean, you don't have to compromise in any area one way or the other. You don't have to forsake who God has called you to be and that attitude and the fruit of the spirit he's called you to display on the earth to be a business owner. And mm -hmm. you don't have to forsake owning a business or being a creative or anything like that to be a Christian. Like there yeah. is a literal balance that we can walk in. Yes. And, and here's like, I don't know why we compartmentalize, but yeah. literally it's not about the label. It's about the lifestyle because David was King David. He wasn't Christian King David, yes. but his lifestyle was indicative of his faith. 
Yes. Right? Yeah. You know, I mean, we think about the fishermen. You know, Peter wasn't the Christian fisherman. Yeah. He was a fisherman. Like, I don't, I don't know when we started doing this, this nonsense. Yeah. Of, of putting ourselves in boxes and limiting ourselves. So now we're just, like you said, we're in the four walls and we're oversaturated. Like yeah. we need to pour out into the world, like yeah. break the box open, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Woo. Well, I definitely loved that turn. Uh, Cause that is, I mean, that's so true. Like we forget like <laughs> the, the Bible didn't end at rebel. You know what I mean? Like, in, mm -hmm. in the sense of, that's literally, I don't even know how I want to say this. It's, it's insight, it's revelation, it's tools, it's direction for us to walk and see. This is an example. Like, I mean, Christians can uh, sit in the seat of judges, the Supreme Court, presidency, yeah. politics. I mean, guys, we need Christians to saturate those places and change the trajectory of that and not compromise. And it takes mm -hmm. being in the secret place and allowing him to literally unravel and tear apart any yeah. area of compromise or desire of self yes. to reach those things. Like mm -hmm. we're all about self-love in this day and age. And yeah. we can just toss that out the window because... I mean, if it worked, it would have worked a long time ago, and but we're still on this whole self-love train. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Because, because what that really is, is like when the Bible tells us to rest. Yeah. You know, like all, all of these, all of these things are just really principle, biblical principles outside of like biblical application. Like we don't want to do it God's way. We just want to create something that's yeah. like what he said and give him no credit. Yeah. So then there's no power. Like. The Bible tells us to rest. It's common yeah. sense. Like, treat yourself well. Treat others well. So, yeah, I just think we're just so misguided in a lot of in a lot of ways. But I digress. Yeah. Woo! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I know we can probably talk so much longer about all of these topics of conversation. So we might have to do like a return follow-up episodes sometime and just I'm um, with it because <laughs> I yeah it is it is so fun to see how God is connecting people in this of just it's time to rise up and be what he's called us to be whether yeah. you're you're called to be in ministry I mean here's the thing we're all in ministry whether we're <laughs> business owners artists you know whatever it is we are all in ministry mothers mm -hmm. fathers uh business owners ministry you know in the pulpit out of the, whatever it yeah. is ministry. That is, mm -hmm. that is our way of moving forward and making waves for the kingdom of God. Yes. Uh, however, uh, yeah, like I said, we could talk about this forever, I feel like. But Fan, where can people connect with you at? Yes, um, I'm super simple. On Instagram and Facebook, I am Fan Sanders. It's uh, with two N's. And online, you can uh, find me at fansanders.com where you can also get a copy of her book, It Is Time to Build, which you guys, after this conversation, I hope you 
are not hesitant at all to just go get a copy of that book because um, it is something you need in your tool belt immediately, um, especially to continue moving forward regardless of where you're at in the entire process. So, um, Fan, thank you so much for joining me today, and I am so excited for just... I'm so excited for people to hear this episode because it was good for me. I needed to hear it. Um, but yeah. Me too. It's been my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Taylor. Yeah.